Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No. I will, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayo Day. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayo Day. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. You I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 179 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. That's about half the cases we had last week, Tuesday. Numbers are dropping. We are happy. But the numbers are not zero yet. But listen, the virus may be down, but it's not out. Huh? Avoid it, please. Hang on until you get that vaccine. By the way, congratulations to some of my friends who have already gotten the vaccine. I am so envious. I am so jealous. <laughs> like I saw the pictures on Twitter and they were like, yes, I've gotten the vaccine here in Nigeria, in Ajab, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, no. Wow, how did you do it? But yeah, they've not turned into frogs yet. They don't have any horns yet and um, they're still alive, so... <laughs> Hooray. Um, I can't wait to take it. Uh, I know that some of you also cannot wait to take the vaccines. But until you do, take your precautions. Huh? Don't go out unless you cannot avoid going out. And when you go out, wear your mask. Even when you've taken the vaccine, still wear your mask, right? And maintain your distance from people. Wash your hands as often as you can. Let's keep ourselves and each other safe. Second hard fact of the day. A Nigerian has won the Global Open Mathematics Tournament. Her name is Faith Odunsi. She's 15 years old and she's from Ogun State. She beat contestants from all over the world by solving 19 problems in one minute. 19. Oh, more, that's the real just a minute. I didn't tell you. I'm so glad that she's female and young, 15, winning the Global Open Mathematics Tournament. Congratulations, Faith, and thank you for doing Nigeria proud. Here's yet another young Nigerian putting the country on the map. But as you can imagine, um, <laughs> I'm also very impressed because me and mathematics, <laughs> no, we're not friends at all. So women who know how to do math, you have my respect. You have my maximum respect. Like I, I bow for you. That's why I stick to hard facts. Everybody has their lane. Mine is giving you the facts that you need to form an informed opinion, starting with the big three. Let's talk about the new rules for USSD banking charges. 
Then let's talk about the Enugu Assembly throwing out that controversial ex-governor's pensions bill. And then let's talk about the Minister of State for Education saying that schools have to do more to secure themselves. On today's Glass Ceiling, we're going to talk some more about the Glass Ceiling Convention. Some of you who missed it want another chance. So I'm going to be bringing you some of the highlights from the speakers and the panel session. On Balogo and Broad, let's talk about the Nigerian tech sector. We've been celebrating Flutterwave's billion-dollar valuation. Now, let's talk about why the Nigerian tech sector is growing so fast, getting so much attention from global investors. I'll have a major player uh, from the investment side of the sector join me. She's the co-founder of First Check Africa, right? She's the... She's the co-founder of uh, First Check Africa and Angel Fund. Her name is uh, Eloho uh, Omami. She's going to be joining us. Lagos, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. for that breaking transmission I don't know where the last thing you heard was what the last thing you heard was those who are watching on Facebook and uh, on YouTube um, heard everything I have to say uh, but I was talking to you about um, the tech sector I was telling you that uh, we're going to have a huge player uh, from the tech sector investment side of the sector join us at 5 o'clock she's a co-founder of First Check Africa uh, First Check Africa is an angel fund her name is Eloho Omame. So she'll join us at five. Don't miss that conversation, especially if you want to invest in tech. Now, news updates will come your way at the top of every hour. You need to listen to every minute if you want to play just a minute. But yeah, let's get started with today's Big Three. This is the Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. cheaper ussd charge be sustainable did the enugu state house of assembly bow to public pressure and do schools have a hope of securing themselves beyond government help those are the big three lagos let's talk the banks and telcos have made a deal to keep USSD services running. That's our first story. So remember, on Monday, we talked about telcos threatening to cut banks off from USSD. Remember? Because um, they're owing them 42 billion naira. And they cannot agree on billing going forward. Remember we talked about that on Monday? Well, the communications minister, Isa Pantami, stepped in and got them to strike a deal. Going forward, you and I will be charged per transaction for ussd banking not per session not per session per transaction and the flat charge for each transaction is going to be six naira 98 kobo now the regulators are saying that this new flat rate is going to be cheaper for most customers but i want to hear what you think about it 
What have you been paying on average for USSD? Does it work out uh, to more than seven naira per transaction? I don't know. You let me know. That charge will be deducted from our bank accounts and the telcos will get their share directly. So going forward, this is going to remove the problem of you owe me between the telcos and the banks. But what about the 42 billion naira that the tel- that the banks were owing the telcos? The both both sides, both the banks and the telcos, have agreed to come up with a payment plan. So I guess the banks will now be um, doing pay small, small or something of that nature. But the big change for you and I is this move from uh, per session to per transaction. The NCC says it's going to bring down the average cost that you pay for USSD banking. They also say that it will make your charges more predictable. Now, I'm sure you've heard people complain that sometimes they're not sure how much they will get charged for USSD banking or that they cannot quite understand why they were charged a certain amount. So the idea of this flat 7 naira per transaction is that going forward, you will know that you only get charged each time money leaves your account. And you will also know exactly how much you're charged each time. Now, some analysts are worried that this flat charge may not make business sense for the banks or the telcos or even the consumers. Because a flat fee means that if your transaction is very small, the percentage you're paying for it is much higher. So this means that if the poorest Nigerians uh, are making transactions, they'll be paying more, relatively. And on the other hand, if the transactions are huge, the banks are making far less, percentage-wise. So it's going to be interesting to see how um, consumers and banks feel about this new system in a few months' time. But let's talk to you first, Lagos, 0700-993-993-993. Do you like the idea of a flat fee per USSD banking transaction instead of session? What do you think about the charge amount, 6 naira 98 kobo? What do you think about that? 0700-993-993-993. For women, 01465-7190. 7190 Our first caller is Ebuka. Ebuka is in Mushing. Hello, Ebuka. Thank you very much for calling us. No, Sandra. Good afternoon. Welcome. Okay. The telecom, they are the one taking this money, right? Uh, yes, telcos are the ones taking the money, yes. Okay. Just for example, I want to buy eight times. Uh, normally, I know they don't charge uh, all these networks, sorry, all these banks, they don't charge when I they charge without USSD code. Mm. It's only when I transfer. Mm. And to some bank, you can't transfer more than 20,000 error. I say you want to transfer 100,000, you got to do it five times. And most people don't do internet banking. Don't me, I do internet banking. I do the USSD code for my time. Mm-hmm. I don't really, when I want to transfer like 5,000 small money, I use the USSD code. Mm-hmm. Now, for SMSs, Four naira thereabouts was their VAT. So if they are now increasing it to six naira, ninety-eight kobo, is you know, we understand. I know that it's not benefiting the common man. Like you said, even the bank won't benefit from it. Mm. Even say people will even opt out. People will not even subscribe to it. Just like some bank, they will send you this code. They do market this code. They even print flyers and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They also lose. Mm-hmm. So. Who, is, who even brought this idea? Is it Central Bank or who? Because it's confusing. 
Well, they, I, I, they, they sat together at a table and decided that this is what they will do. Because remember on Monday, what I, the news I brought to you was that um, uh, banks were owing telcos 42 billion naira. They hadn't paid for these USSD transactions, right? So that's why they all went to the table, sat down and, and now agreed that this flat fee, everybody will benefit from it. So just imagine when N nine nine the chicken number when they also died that code we were charged twenty naira. Yeah, but, but we're not charged that anymore. They 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 removed that. Yeah, they made it free. Oh, they made it free. Mm. Just imagine that USSD code. Or if you die that very bank code, it will show you like one option. You press one, then you will see so many options they have there. You press numbers. Does it mean we're charging that particular? No. So so so, so what they what they before what they used to charge was when you cha- when, go from one screen to the next maybe. So when yeah. when you go from this screen to the next or uh, as you they move you they, yes. they read the code. But Good now day. it's only when you actually do a banking activity with Absolutely. money leaving your account that you're billed. My sister, you see, just like it today on a one station like that, we were coming and they were talking about all of us move back to Canopy. <laughs> you understand? We get to buy a research card on the street. We will create jobs for them because what what is what is it benefiting me? You get our Kukuma asked one of my friends, I beg, use the internet banking to transfer money from my data make I subscribe. That's the only thing because this government, when they see them and come out with their policies, it's just not making sense for us because it's just killing us. Imagine the cost of things is high. Ah, Sandra, Nepa, one, GSC, say, when you say GSC people, they have increased their own thing. Who should that thing with the salary and a minimum wage? I cannot to complain. I'm very thank you. Thank you, Ibuka, for calling. Joshua is in the phone. Hello, Joshua. Joshua, can you hear me or no? Joshua isn't there anymore. Call us back, Joshua, if you can. 99.3. This is Mr. Frank from Ojalaba. Welcome, Mr. Frank. Auntie Sandra. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm fine. Did you miss me? Uh, were you gone? I've um, never asked of me since so. <laughs> Welcome. Let's talk about USSD. Uh-huh. And Sandra, if we are talking about this USSD or whatever, mm. these banking people, they are, they are corrupt in one way or the other. Okay. Are you getting me? Okay. Somebody will be transferring money or receiving money. They will be charging unnecessary cover cover. You'll be calling it cover cover. You never know that it is million. Now they have owned something billion now. And it's really that it's going to pay that money. Do you know that? No, no, no. The bank said they will pay they will pay the telcos, but they will pay small, small. They will remove the money and pay it to the telcos. Mm. Hmm. They will just pay small, small. Uh, I never believe that though. I don't. I can't believe that because when 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 you see that some some people will be transferring money like like the other caller says, you would like to transfer something like a hundred thousand naira cash. Mm. It will not go. Then you you like to do it like four five times, mm. and they will charge you for each one that you transact. Mm. And sometimes some uh, because of network, some will not go through, and they will debit you. Yeah, but when they but when they reverse it, but when they reverse it, they will still reverse you the transaction fee. Are you sure? Mm, when when they debit you and it doesn't go, when they reverse it, they reverse the transaction fee as well. What uh, mm. happened, I did, Frank. Thank you very much for calling. Adebowale is in Lekki. Hello, Adebowale. Hello, good afternoon. Thank you for calling. Good afternoon. Yo, uh, you see these charges of. Uh, how much is it again? 
six naira ninety eight kobo. Seven naira. <laughs> Seven naira, yes. Uh, this present government are just looking for every mate to milk out money from the masses. Okay. That is just the first thing. However, I still find it very difficult to understand why prior to this uh, policy, GTB was still charging me for using USSD. From GT to GT, they are charging me for using USSD. So what's now the difference? And like the last call I just said, you've restricted the number of uh, transactions you can do per uh, transfer. So it means that you'll be paying more and be getting lesser value. So of what benefit is it to the masses? It's just nothing but a ripoff. That's just how I put it. But you, but you know that we were already paying for these things before, but now they've just made it a flat fee of seven naira. And we, Fine. did you know how much but you were paying before for USSD? My contention is this: if this seven naira would be a flat fee, mm. then there shouldn't be a restriction in the amount you can transfer via USSD. Okay. At the worst case scenario, you can say seven naira per a hundred thousand naira. Hmm. I think that, is, that should be fair enough. Okay. But now saying you are restricting that, okay, this is a certain amount you can transfer at a particular point in time, it's just a ripoff. Okay. Nothing more. Okay. All right, Adebowale, thank you very much for calling. Christopher Niko, you welcome to the show. President Sandra. Good to have you on the show, Christopher. Oh my God, long time no talk, my sister. Long time, yes. Welcome. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to beg my people, enough of blame game, enough of complain. This is best brain, right? Yes, President Sandra, is it how they do it over there where we are copying this thing? Um, I don't know, depends on where, depends on the country. Uh, mm. So the telco and the bank people, I think they are the, the, they gather the best brain and uh, they want to, they want something good for every one of us, right? Mm. That is what the government believes for. So please, I want to beg our people, enough of this blame game. Please. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Christopher, for calling us. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. Our number for women, 01465-7190. Did you even know how much you were paying before for USSD transactions? How do you know that this flat fee of 7 um, is not a good thing? How how do, how are you so sure it's all oh, there? milking us or they're ripping us off. It's a flat fee of 7 naira. How much were you paying before? Is this 7 naira cheaper or is it more expensive? Let me know. 0700993993993 And then for the women, the number you should be calling is 0146571901 Glory, hello. Thank you for calling us. Good afternoon, ma'am. Good afternoon, Glory. Welcome. Go ahead. Okay, please. I want to talk about the charges, particularly from my bank. Okay. It's not actually the seven error that they are saying. All right. For USSD? Yes, seriously. Okay. Um, Fidelity Bank, I will be specific. Mm-hmm. 
if I'm transferring like from 10k to 20k, mm. which is the max um, amount you can transfer from um, or by USSD code, mm-hmm. they charge 36 naira. Hmm. But anything below um, 10,000, hmm. they charge 10 naira. Okay. So I don't, I don't think that um, my bank has implemented their own um, charges. Well, this just came out. So maybe going forward, you know, so maybe the next transaction you do today or tomorrow, you check and see if that's what happens. It's okay. Hmm. It's okay. All right, Glory. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Glory is the first person to give us accurate numbers for her bank anyway. She's told us, this is what they used to charge before when I, I transacted up to this amount. This is what they used to charge when I transacted up to this amount. Uh, so we can use her as a benchmark going forward. Now, do you know how much you were being charged at your bank for USSD transactions? You know what USSD transactions are, right? They're the ones you dial star something, 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 hash, and then you recharge your phone or you send money or you pay for go tv or you uh uh-huh, that's ussd we've got a kenne in a papa who's a first time caller can i welcome yeah sandra good, good to afternoon. have you on the show good afternoon yeah my problem with the whole bank stuff eh? mm. if you're making a transfer they will charge you if they don't start charging the banks for filled transactions mm. they won't sit up at times, let's let, let just use a public holiday. We need to later for you to see ATM machine to use. You have to walk around the whole city at times. And some locations, they will do transfer or you make a transaction. It will fail. They will debit you. It will take, they will, so at times it, it takes like one month for them to reverse it. Mm. The money keep hanging. Okay. And possibly, maybe on the process of doing that transfer, that's the only money you have in your account. You couldn't even the transfer couldn't go through. For them, to, for you to get your money, you have to stay like seven working days, two two, uh, two weeks for that, you to get your money back. That's not that shouldn't be happening. So CBN even has a rule now that it shouldn't pass 24 hours. So if you're waiting for seven working days, you need to be raising hell. You need to write an email, copy CBN, uh, copy your bank. They will give you your money sharp, sharp. It shouldn't be happening at all. I have, I have, I have a friend. Mm. I work in a papa, mm-hmm. a clearing forwarding friend. Mm-hmm. He made a transfer to a particular agency. Okay. He never knew that they flat that very account. Okay. So many other agents did their own transfer. That was, that was the, the normal procedure before. So they debited the account over one point something million. Hmm. She got to the place. They said, oh, we don't use this account anymore. Okay. That the money is not in that account. Oh. Whereby his operations, he starts to accumulate the mortgage. He went to the bank. They said the money is with InterSuite. That he has to wait seven working days up to this very moment. He did that transfer last week. Hmm. All right. Well, An that, well that one is a different uh, issue entirely. And, and that one would require um, solutions I don't have because I'm not a professional in that field. But um, I do hope he's following it, following it up with the bank and I do hope he gets his money back. Ekene, thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. We have to take a break, even though we have Adeloja on the line. And Adeloja is a first-time caller. Adeloja, do you want to wait a bit? So we'll take a break, come back and um, talk to you. How much airtime do you have? 
<laughs> so the break coming up is uh, one minute. It's a one minute break. So if you can stay on the line yeah, for no one problem. minute. I would, I would, I would. Oh, okay, you'll wait. Fantastic. All right, Lagos, if you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwasili. Don't go away. More news and information coming up. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to your number one talk, news and sports station. This is Nigeria Info. And we're back. The banks and telcos have made a deal to keep USSD services running. And uh, that was our first story. We've got Adeloja who called for the first time. Adeloja, we're back. Thank you so much for holding the line. No problem. I was going to wait till even if five minutes. This is my first time of getting to. Okay. I've been a regular listener to your program and Nigeria is in for the whole, so I was going to wait anyway. Oh, good. I'm glad. All right, then. Tell me why you've called today. Uh, I've been trying. I've, I've told you I've been trying for a very long time. I'm getting getting for the first time. So that was why I told you I was going to wait. Okay. All right, then. Go ahead. Regarding the USSD charges, I used to bounce as I don't know how much they charge me per se for the first uh, first bank, but for GTD, they have been they charge me. The last time I made a transfer of over hundred thousand, I think their own is very is different from uh, first bank. First bank is only twenty thousand can transfer up to go, but see, you can transfer like over hundred thousand up to go. Oh really? But USSD. USSD, yes, first bank. Ah, uh, GTD. GTD. Okay. They charged me 50, uh, 15 naira uh, 75 kobo for the uh, transaction. Okay. but So that means that now that they're going to charge you 7 naira, that's a steal for you. Uh, I don't I don't know. I only I know, I only will be they will follow to the distance. So it's a very good, it's a very, very welcome development. Yeah? Mm. That's what I think. If they do it, it's, it's very welcome. Adeloja, thank it's you very, very much welcome. for calling. We like yes, you called I'm, us today. Uh, keep trying I'm to very, I'm very, I'm very glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. 99.3. Hello. Hello, my sister. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. What's your name? All right. My name is Sonia. That's Okay. Please, I wanted to confirm. This uh, customer care in those banks, are they supposed to be charging us to call to complain about transaction sharing? Are we supposed to do what? Say that again? Hello? Hello? Yes. What, what did I you say? say? I said this uh, bank. bank. Mm. Hello? Oh, no. Sorry about that. We'll take a call from Joshua and then move on to our second story. Joshua is in Ijegun. Hello, yeah, Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, this is Joshua from yes, welcome. Yeah, I want to ask, those charges that are collecting, who will collect the money? Is it the telcos or the bank? Um, they will both share it. They will both share it? Yeah. Well, if there's anybody who will blame for this fight between this ranking between the telcos and the, and the banks, mm. it should be NCC. Because NCC has blocked them from registering new SIM Bring getting new customers for the telcos. Mm. So now, any small money they see, they are fighting for it. And I will roll it down. now. These days, I will rolling out new ways of making money now. They are looking for money. Serious, those telcos are really desperate for money now. That's why they are just fighting over a little money that they don't even fight about before. What is their so money now? now? Huh? Is their money now? Their money before, before they don't care about it now. They have been making money from other places. Mm. Now that they, are, they don't have money from somewhere now, they will look for anywhere, anywhere to get their money back. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Joshua. Bye. <laughs>
I love you guys. Our second story is an update on yesterday's second story about the Enugu State Gubernatorial Pensions Bill 2021. The Enugu State House of Assembly has agreed to discard the bill for now. The majority leader, Ike Chukwezugu, moved the motion yesterday to kill the bill. Uh, he was the bill sponsor, by the way. And he gave a reason for the decision. He said that the public outcry against the bill was very loud and that the lawmakers had a duty to listen to the people who voted for them. Now, yesterday I told you some of the bill's provisions, right? But uh, if you didn't listen yesterday, let me remind you. Ex-governors and deputies in Enugu would have continued getting their annual basic salaries for life. Then ex-governors would get annual house maintenance, car maintenance and salary allowance worth nine times the salary. Then the ex-deputies would have been worth six times the salary. Then they were to get free medical care for themselves and their spouses for life. And their spouses would have also gotten 12 million a year in medical allowance. By the way, the Enugu speaker, Edward Ubosi, pointed out yesterday that such payments to the spouses would have been unconstitutional since they were not elected officials themselves. And that's not even mentioning the changing of cars every four years and the condolence allowance when they die. But yeah, anyway, um, all of that has been put on ice for now. Ezugu says the assembly will consult with the public to decide whether the bill should come back. <laughs> I wonder what the public will say because uh, I'm currently looking at a picture uh, that was shared on Twitter. And it turns out that the youth in Enugu actually protested. They led a massive protest uh, over the lifetime pension bill proposed by the state. And it was thrown out uh, by lawmakers. They, they led that protest to the House yesterday and they had to throw out that bill. Yeah. So for those of you who say, oh, why are we talking? We talk too much in this country. God will not come down to do it for you. Turns out you were right because the young people did something about it. And now it's uh, been thrown out. But what I find fascinating is Ezugu saying that they are shelving the bill because of public outcry. I find that fascinating because does it mean that if Nigerians make enough noise about things they want or don't want, government at different levels will comply? I mean, this was very fast turnaround by the Enugu State House of Assembly. Very fast. That bill had already passed first reading on Thursday. The reports did not really start making the news until this week. And within two days, the state assembly had bowed to pressure. So what I want to know is, does this show the power of the people to bend government through outcry? Or do you think this one is just a one-off? What do you think about their decision to ice this bill? What do you think about them saying that uh, it was due to public outcry? I would love to hear from women on this one. Please give us a call on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. That's the number that you should be giving a call at the moment if you're a woman. 01465-7190. Is it really a waste of time? This talk, what would you talk all the time? 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello, this is Taiwo from Ibudoweta. Taiwo, you're calling the female line, 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sandra. Good afternoon. You know, most of the time, our legislators, they talk before they think. Okay. That is what happens. 
they thought before they came. Thank God for the years of family district hmm. that he rose up and protected. Hmm. It will never happen hmm. again. Thank you. Good thank, afternoon. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. 99.3. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, my my name is uh, Biodun Shulaja. Okay, I, I think you're a man, Biodun. No, my name is Biodun Shulaja. I'm Mrs. Biodun Shulaja. Oh, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, what I would like to say is that this is the very first time in the history of Nigeria that. Uh, the House will decide to, uh, to to put off a bill because of public outcry. I am so impressed. But on the second note, I think that the two House of the two House which we have in Nigeria, which is the House of Assembly, the Federal House of Rep, and the Senators. I think Nigeria should first and foremost abolish the either the Senate or the the Federal House of Rep. Let's only have the Senate and the Assembly. Now, I must be honest, if it is not craziness, why would that honorable bring forth that kind of a deal in the first instance? Had they thinking Nigerians for fools? This is an in- hello. Yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is an indication that all Nigerians should stay alert. We should stay alert and understand that there is a need for us to cry out at every point in time. I must be honest with you. Our leaders in this country are heartless. They are heartless, they are self-centered, and all the policies they are making are solely for the interest of themselves and their families and not for the masses who voted them. Why will somebody who is in his right sense will even push that kind of deal? And the other so-called lawmakers could allow that kind of bill to pass through the first reading, the second reading, and... It is craziness. It is craziness. So if the people did not even cry out, they would have allowed it to pass through and it would have remained the way it is. We trusted these people and we believe they have to be trusted and that was why we voted them. And it is even a shame that they are supposed to vote, they are supposed to protect us, make laws. For us, make laws that will, that, that will make us feel we are important. And unfortunately, they are going there, you can see, to go and protect the lives of their family and themselves. I must tell you this truth. This country is a joke. All right, let's leave it at that. Thank you very much for calling us. Mrs. Wolforma is on the line. Mrs. Wolforma, welcome. Welcome. Hello, you're live on the show. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. All right, that's good. Congrats for your last win for the winning. Thank you. It was great. I'm glad you liked it. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make a contribution on um, the only stuff you're yes. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, 
like uh, somebody that spoke before said that this kind of thing has not actually happened before. So um, the man said he's really impressed that that kind of thing happened. But for me, I believe that uh, I believe that I don't even know what the right word I would call it. That somebody that that has the right thinking sense will think that you can bring that kind of appeal when people are suffering in this nation. People cannot eat three square one even one square meal. No good schools, no good roads. Graduates are housed on the streets that have gone through the four walls of education. They don't have a job. Every day you wake up, you hear evil, wicked story in this nation. People, things are unstable. That in this, reading the history of this nation, I have not even seen, I have not seen, I don't think since from 1960, leadership has ever been to this extent of what it is. An hardship, hardship economy has been to this level of what it is. Then somebody passed that kind of a bill. And so if the people didn't say anything, which means they will pass it, what will they do with the money? What will they do with this money? And will it be well with them if they spend this money? They send their children abroad to go to school. Those children will not be of anything because the masses are crying. People are cursing this government, cursing out of assembly, cursing out of rep every day. And they say they because of the masses. So if it's not the masses, they would have passed it. It's a shame, big shame, big disgrace, big embarrassment. Mrs. Wolferman, thank you very much for calling. We've got Ben in Yaba on the line. Ben, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I looking on the Enugu case, mm. I think that is a very, very good uh, case for um, regionalism, okay. uh, what they call the restructuring. Okay. When government is no more at Abuja, if, okay, let's say for Southwest, it starts in Ibadan, yeah, how much is from Lagos to Ibadan? We'll go and protest and get what we want. So, so you see, any good government, the lawmakers did something wrong, and the people came out because any good from any good state is not far. Mm. Out and they protested. Mm. It should be encouraged. That is, that is what happened in Enugu right now mm-hmm. is a very good, wonderful case for restructuring, regionalism. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're wondering what we're talking about. Yesterday, we brought you a, a story about the Enugu Gubernatorial Pensions Bill 2021. And the State of Assembly has agreed to discard that bill for now. The majority leader, um, Ikechuku Ezugu, moved the motion yesterday to kill the bill. He was also the bill's uh, sponsor. And the reason for his decision was the outcry, the public outcry against the bill. Apparently, young people in Enugu mobilized and protested. They led a massive protest to the House of Assembly and told them to throw that bill out. Under that bill, ex-governors would have gotten house maintenance, car maintenance, salary allowance worth nine times their salary. They would also have continued getting their annual basic salaries for life. Uh, They would have also gotten free medical care for them and their wives. Their wives would have gotten 12 million naira a year. And that's not to even mention the four cars they will get, uh, the three cars they will get every four years, you know. So any group who said, uh-uh, we don't want it. And they marched and they threw it out.
So the conversation we're having off of that story is if that means that if Nigerians make enough noise about things they want or things they don't want, government at different levels will comply. That was our second story. Let's talk to Chris Inokokomaiko, then move on to our third story. Hello, Chris. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, let me start by saying that, uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm even surprised. I'm going to come and never you with dear girl. Honestly, how much more even thinking on that direction of uh, wasting it in that regard. However, I mean, uh, it's a good one. I will simply, just like uh, the other man who is saying that it's a shame, I think uh, it's what we have today everywhere, not just in the Nugu. We have politicians who don't listen to the cries of the people. I thank God that today now, I mean, uh, democracy have come to stay. At least uh, them hacking to the voice of the people is a pure indication of the fact that, that I mean, uh, the voice of the people, I mean, can actually mount pressure on the, the elected uh, representatives. And why I'm glad about that. I'm talking about the banks and their charges. My day, even up to now, I'm actually wondering, even as you are talking about it, uh, I was trying going through my account to check, I mean, uh, to know what the charges may go. But uh, the, the transaction I performed a while ago, I haven't gotten any deductions yet. I'm still waiting to see what they will deduct. So, I mean, it's a, it's a welcome development. And I just hope that, I mean, uh, just like you said, that them keeping the bill does not mean that they will introduce it maybe much, much later. Let them not try it because uh, it's to attract uh, more criticism and it will not paint Thank you very much for calling us. For our third story, the Minister of State for Education says government cannot secure all schools. Chukwemeka Wajuba, he said this to the punch in an interview on Monday. Let me quote part of what he said. He said, eternal vigilance is the prize for security. Every nation is always concerned about the consciousness of its people. The federal government cannot secure every house. Everybody needs to be vigilant. We have passed this message to all our schools so that anywhere they are, if there's any threat, they know the nearest security agency to contact, end quote. Now, I should point out that Wajuba is paraphrasing a very old saying, which is actually the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Freedom, not security. And it is usually used in the context of citizens in a free country having to watch their government vigilantly to make sure that their rights are not taken. It's usually not taken to mean people are responsible for their own security. In fact, the argument is usually that people hand over security to government, which is why government has the monopoly of violence. But if government is telling people, or in this case, schools, to protect themselves, it raises questions about how the monopoly of violence is meant to work. But Wajuba makes some clarifications. He goes on to say that schools should have the contact information of the closest security agents and learn to call them quickly when there's an attack. He also says schools should ensure that their fences are up, but also pay attention to their gates, because many of these kidnappers strike from gates. 
But observers are pointing out that many of the schools that have been attacked have been following these guidelines already. They have fences. They have gates. They have gate men. They called the police or the army during the attacks. The reports have been that there have been delays in responding. So the question becomes, is the advice being given by the junior education minister actually new advice? And if not, has it shown itself to be practical in past cases? It seems like the Kaduna state government is not so confident in that advice because it has asked all public and private schools in Kajiru local government area to remain closed in light of the recent attacks. And there are concerns that other governments may follow suit. There are also concerns that parents and guardians in the affected areas may decide by themselves to keep children from school. Now, these are the children who have already lost classroom time to the pandemic. Now, insecurity is keeping them at home as well. There are major concerns about these children in these locations falling behind in their education. But on the other hand, there doesn't appear to be a concrete plan for making education safe. So Lagos, let's uh, hear what you think about this advice from the Minister of State for Education to schools across the country. Can school indeed be responsible for their security? Do you think the country's security architecture can properly defend and protect schools? And if it cannot, is there anything that the schools can do on their own to improve things? What do you think about the Kaduna State government's decision to keep schools in Kaduna local government closed for now? Let's talk to Helen first. Helen is in Elasa. Hello, Helen. Thanks for calling us. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Please, I want to talk about the posture. Yes, go ahead. Uh, what I want to, my question is this. You know, we have charges for stamp duty, card maintenance, biro maintenance, paper maintenance, even queue maintenance in the bank. <laughs> so my question is, this seven naira where they said you are going to charge us per transaction, are they still going to charge us all this maintenance, 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 with this seven naira inclusive? That's my question. Yes. Because I don't understand the bank. Every time you make a transaction, they say anything above 10,000, you're charged 53 naira, 75 kobo. So this 7 naira that they brought now per transaction, are we not still going to be charged for biro, for queuing <laughs> on the queue, for card maintenance, stamp duty? You know, we pay for everything in this country. So, so that's my question. So, so, so here's the thing. All right, Helen, thank you very much for calling. So here's the thing. with um, This 7 Naira is for USSD. All the other charges that you've been paying, that one is still there. But this 7 Naira is for USSD. So some people used to pay 10 Naira before. They used to pay 26 Naira before. Now they're not paying 7 Naira. Everybody's not paying 7 Naira for USSD only. The other charges... Those ones still apply. There's been nothing new about those ones. Alex Inikeja, hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for calling. Yes, you see, the, the issue with um, kidnapping and education and schools, you see, it's not just an education problem. It's not something for the minister 
to deal with. Mm. It's a socioeconomic problem. It's a system that is sick. Okay. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Including armed robbers, including those who are doing legit business, most people go out to find a way to make their lives better. Right. Do you understand? Irrespective of what they are doing to, to get to that destination, right? Right. Yeah, I think what the government, what we should be doing as the government is let the country work in the same, that's equally for everybody. If there is equity, if people are seeing that their resources are going around, people will not be kidnapping other people. It's not an, you see, let me tell you, anything that the Minister of Education does is a waste of time. Hmm. You are talking about fencing of schools. Who told you that it's about structures? How many of us went to school? I'm talking, I'm, 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 I'm approaching my 40s. How many of us went to school that had fence? I'm, I'm being honest here. <laughs> you know, we are in Lagos, mm-hmm. that you have high, high fences all over the place. Mm. How many of us went to primary schools that had fences? Mm. I mean, let's be serious. The, the best, I went to a federal school, mm-hmm. and the best that we had in some places, in some parts of the compound, mm. was just bad wire. Nothing more. <laughs> so what we seen about yeah, and do this, do this, put CCTV everywhere, do that. That's not what's going to solve our problems. How many schools are we going to do that for? A government that cannot even pay minimum wage. We should work on our system. It's because the people who are doing these so-called bad things are also trying to survive like those who are doing good things. That's the thing. I'm not making an excuse for anybody. I'm simply saying that if the country works equally well for everybody, we will not be arguing. The government, they, now they're saying that some people should be paid minimum wage at the states, and some will be paid, the, the senators themselves will be earning on national level. What kind of inequality is that? You know? Mm. All right. Alex, thank you very much. Ah, Alex makes a very compelling argument there. Alex, thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. All right. Let's go to uh, Facebook and take a look at some of the comments we have before you kill me. On Facebook, uh, Fidelisa Nozia says, The fear of 2023 is the beginning of wisdom. Enough State House of Assembly has demonstrated that the people matters. I think you meant to write Enugu State, okay? They should do more to alleviate the suffering of the people. Francis Mer- Ariel just says that minister needs, um, no, please, let's not advocate violence, no matter what. Henry Obinako says, same thing happened with me on the 10th of this month. I made a transfer from Union Bank to GT Bank. Since then, my money has been hanging until now. Well, you need to write to the CBN. Write an email to the bank. Copy the CBN. They'll give you your money, shav shav, because they don't want smoke. We've got um, Jessica Izuako who says, enough of all these, their milking strategies. Me, I'll be opting out of the USSD. I don't have the time to rack my brain to find out anything else. Tobichiko Kama says, uh, I beg, made them s- Okay, no. Hmm. Tom says, how can a minister of the Federal Republic say this? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, you should have mercy on Misha. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, have mercy on me. Yeah? Some of the comments you people share with me on social media, you know, I can't take them, you know? Like, I really can't take them. We've got Grace Oladejo who says... Um, these are the people elected by the masses, yet they are only after their own interest. So if the public did not pressure them, they would have passed this bill. Let's take a break, Lagos. <laughs> 